Hey, welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And um, today we are talking about mom guilt. Mom guilt. Does anybody out there have an inkling of what it's like to have mom guilt? Ding, ding, ding. Where's my stupid cowbell that I can ring? (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. We miss an opportunity. So we're just coming off Mother's Day. Yes, we are. I do not like that holiday at all. It's always like a lot of holidays, like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day and birthdays. I feel like there's so many expectations around these holidays and certain days. And then when they don't really play out like they do in our minds or in the movies or whatever, it can be disappointing. So you think that the um, expectations are like in our hearts? We have expectations because these commercials are like, oh, give mom a diamond. Tell her how much you love her. Yeah. Give mom a massage. I think all moms should just leave town when it's Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. So seriously, when my daughter, who is now 21, (laughs) was a baby, I remember my neighbor saying for Mother's Day, I just don't want to be around my kids. I want to be by myself. And I was like, what kind of mother are you? (laughs) Y'all, 21 years one. later, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, I no. I mean, I had a very nice Mother's Day. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think that oftentimes I see it with my daughter as well. Uh-huh. You know, when it comes to Valentine's Day or, or New Year's Eve and things like this, we have these expectations in our head for whatever reason, from what other people have experienced, from the movies, from just our own fairy tale you know, fantasies. Yeah. And then when things don't kind of live up to that, or people just seem to fight on those days. I don't know if it's that I just just notice it more when things aren't going smoothly on Mother's Day because you want it to be so smooth or on the holidays or if it just happens that way. It's so funny you should say that. You know, I just got off vacation. And so I prayed, which I've never done this before, prayed going up to the vacation that mm-hmm. we would have a good vacation. I mean, for weeks going yeah. up to it, proactively praying that we would bond together, all these things, right? And then um, I had a sour attitude at one point. And I was like, you are going to be the one that ruins this vacation with your attitude. Because yes, I had these expectations that I didn't even know I had. Right. I didn't even, I didn't know I had them. But then people were not living up to them. The things I didn't even know they were supposed to live up to, Dadgummit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can set ourselves up yes. for failure a lot of times. Yeah. But all that aside, we do hope that you had a great Mother's Day. And regardless of what the expectations were, we hope you had a few surprises and some laughter and maybe a cold beverage of your choice. Yeah, and if you're not a mom, I hope you were able to celebrate another mom. Yeah, like your own mom or an aunt that yeah. meant a lot to you. Or I feel like I have a lot of mom figures in my life, which is nice. And my mom is still around to celebrate. I can celebrate with her as well. Yeah. So that's nice. But today, I think after coming off of the Mother's Day high. <laughs> or low. depending or low. on <laughs> Talking about mom guilt, I think this is something that um, many of us, if not every single one of us, as moms and women deal with. And if you don't, wow, we would love to talk to you and pick your brain. So reach out. We'll have you on the show. (laughs) You tell us how you do everything right. And I'm going to blow my air horn in your face. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I think there could be so many levels to this, right? I mean, not only the mom guilt. When I say mom, I think it's just um, as a wife, too. So, you know, not kind of feeling like you're doing the right things or living up to your the ideals you have for yourself or whoever has for you as a wife or not being there or feeling like you're failing as a mom in some way, whether guiding a child or when a child makes a misstep, then it's so easy for us um, to blame ourselves and our parenting. Right. Before just accepting that they made a crappy mistake. Um, And then also like, gosh, I mean, I have aging parents as a mom, as a daughter, as a wife. I mean, I feel guilty about the balance of all those things. Like there's just not enough of you to go around. No. And I want to be there for everyone, but I swear I have felt like as if I'm in a panini press over the past few weeks (laughs) being pressed on both sides and there's heat in a panini press too. (laughs) And sometimes I'm melting like the cheese. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can honestly say so. If you don't know, my kids start at the age of 21 and go down to nine. I have four children. And so my kids not being close together, mm. parenting has looked different with every child. Gosh, yeah. And um, the good news is the old kids remember, the older kids remember how you didn't let them do X, Y, Z. Like you didn't let me use a knife when I was this age. Uh, you didn't <laughs> let me play in the front yard. It's not fair. Yeah. Um, and then the younger kid today is sitting here saying, well, how come I get all the hand-me-down stuff? That's not fair. And I, it's so, anyways, I, I do think that, you know, as we grow older and we become wiser, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. And so then we parent a little different. And it is okay to go back and say, hey, I really screwed up and I'm sorry. Absolutely. I'm a big apologizer. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, well, I want to be forgiven and I want to forgive because I want Jesus to forgive. And that's what the Bible says. It, You know, basically, if you are if you want to be forgiven, then daggone it, you forgive. And Don't I think it's grudge. important that our kids hear us say... You know what? I don't know. Or I don't know. Yes. Let's go figure that out together. I really have no idea. You know, that's kind of one of my favorite sayings with um, our daughter, especially because she's the oldest. So we have two children. Our oldest is a senior in high school about to go to college. Uh, Huge life transition (laughs) for all of us. But I'm like... She'll ask me a question and I'm like, can I do this? Or can I, what about this and this? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just stop, stop asking me, stop pressuring me. I have to think about this. I'm like, I've never done this before. You're my first 17 year old. She's on my first of, I said, you're my first everything. You're my first kid to drive a car. You're my first kid to walk. You're my yeah. first, you know, you're the first. Like, I just, I don't know. I have to think about this. I've never done this before before. (laughs) And it's true. You know, like some milestones or some things that come up and you're just like, I don't know. Hold on. But spoiler alert, like I have four kids and every single one of them is completely different. So what worked for one definitely doesn't work for the next one. Well, that's for sure. My two children could not, the son who's a freshman, they could not be more different. Right. I mean, literally if one of them likes vanilla, the other likes chocolate. I mean, they are opposites. (laughs) One likes to take naps. The other one doesn't. One likes to get up early. The other one doesn't. Right? (laughs) Like, it is complete opposites. And it is really hard 
to go on a family vacay or do something like that when they are complete opposites and to make everyone happy. You just cannot. Oh my gosh. There, you just hit like such a sensitive subject with me. Make everybody happy. Mm. So we're on vacation. Uh My husband had planned a fishing trip with the boys, which meant I had five hours to myself. (gasps) I knew about this five hours for a very long time, at least two weeks in advance. Okay. Nice. And I was like dreaming of all the things I was going to do. And oh my gosh, five hours. I brought books. I I had this plan. Uh So then I start to get anxious the night before. I hadn't planned anything yet because what if? What if one of the kids decided they want to go on a fishing trip? What if someone was sick and they couldn't go on the fishing trip so then I had to be there? I was so focused on everyone else's happiness that I completely neglected myself. So the night before the fishing trip, I'm in the car Throwing a little hissy fit, not really outwardly, but my husband could tell. Uh huh. And I was like, let me tell you. You're in a little pity party moment. Yes. I'm like, it is so frustrating because I can never do anything for myself. And he, and I said, because everything is so last minute. He's like, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. <laughs> this uh. was not last minute. And it's your fault if you didn't do something. Oh, fast. And I was like, oh, well, actually you're right. It isn't your fault. It's my fault because I'm so worried about everybody else that I forget to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I feel like everyone else, as long as everyone else is happy, that I'm happy. Uh, you wait till everyone else is happy, girl. You're going to die sad. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Ain't nobody ever happy. <laughs> so like give yourself- Or everybody always happy, I should say. Right? <laughs> give yourself a hall pass and be okay yes. that not everyone's going to be okay. But you need to make sure you're okay so you can love everybody well from a full cup. Mm-hmm. I recently said to someone who shall remain unnamed. Ooh, now I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that everyone it tiptoes around you. I said, you hold people prisoner and hostage with your emotions and your actions and your attitude if you don't get your way. Oh. And that is not a good way to treat others and to live because you come across as selfish and rotten and spoiled. And so there's got to be a better way to communicate those things. And I will certainly respond in a better way. Uh-huh. Right? As a person, as a mom, as a wife, as a yeah. whatever. And so... I am trying in this, in this new phase of life and in my panini press, (laughs) (laughs) I am trying to figure out and navigate this unknown territory, self-care, husband care, time with my God, because that is the only thing that will get me through. Yes. Time for kids and time to care for parents. Yeah. And that is not going to look 100% because there is not 500% of me. Although I used to try to give 500 or 1,000%. Yeah, to your detriment. To my detriment, yes. And so I would say too, recognizing that you're there and in that transition phase. Whatever it is, it's different. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for college. That's right. (laughs) It could be, you know, just aging parents. It could be having children. It could be having a child, having a second child or a third child when you already have two others. It could be a blended family, Mm -hmm. but any sort of transition, I would say, give yourself some grace 
in that transition period. A friend and I were walking and talking. We were talking about the different seasons and the transition of the seasons. Now you never know what to wear, right? Because it's like 40 in the mornings and 85 in the afternoons and you put on something in the morning. It doesn't fit. You know, you're like burning up by the afternoon or or cold front comes through and the temperature drops 20 degrees and you're freezing and you're in shorts. And that's when you're in those transition periods, you have to be, and I'm saying this for myself, (laughs) as much as for anybody else that needs to hear it, we need to be patient and give ourselves grace. And it's not going to happen instantly. We're not going to figure it out. And we are going to feel guilty and that's okay. And it's normal, but don't stay there. Just look at it and think, okay, grace looks different. The cycle of grace looks like Instead of guilt, where you like start something, it doesn't work. So you feel guilty and you quit altogether. The grace cycle can look so much different. It's like, oh, this didn't work. You try it. It doesn't work. So you stop, you evaluate it, you shift it, and you keep going in a different direction. And that's grace. And so that's what we need to do. Instead of feeling guilty, we need to give ourselves grace and figure out the situation and move. Yeah, we were talking on the phone and I was like, oh, I'm just trying to figure some stuff out, some sort some stuff out. And she said, what? I'm like, just boundaries. I just, I need to get the new rhythm mm-hmm. because every season has a new rhythm. Right. And I'm guilty of adding something to my, to my plate or pile mm-hmm. and A, not evaluating how much time I really have for that or B, not letting something else go. It's, you know, my plate was already full. You just put it on top of something. <laughs> right. You know, and so like evaluating. Are you going to put that piece of salmon on yeah. top of your Brussels sprouts? Right. Right. <laughs> on your plate? Or the French toast? Because that is not a good combo. Right. And so you have to give yourself some grace. And oftentimes we get so busy and we just mm-hmm. don't even take the time to pause and reflect. Right. To see what needs to change and shift. Because you're so busy, who has time to reflect? Right. And so we're trying to deflect at this point. <laughs> and then we don't reflect. And so we respond. Yeah. And the response, if we're tired and we're worn out and we're frazzled and we're stressed, the response is not a graceful one to ourselves or to anyone else around us. Right. I saw this really cute suggestion and it said, I, you know, I love flowers and I have all this space in my yard. And I'm planting and I have bulbs coming up. And they said, Name one of your plants your name. And so when you go out to it and you're talking to it and you're watering it, you're saying nice things. And so inadvertently, you're saying nice things to yourself. I like that. And I have a little rose bush in honor of my mom. You know, she passed away many years ago. And so I have a little yellow rose bush that I planted because I kind of got tired of trying to find yellow flowers um, around Mother's Day. And so um, someone sent me a picture while I was on vacation. It's like, look what's... I'm like, oh, hey, mom. And so I go talk to that yellow rose bush all the time like my mom. So um, I don't know. My neighbors are going to think I'm crazy. I'm going to talk to all kinds of people in my garden now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm not as good of a gardener. You can come, I can name one of my plants, Allison, and you can come talk to yourself. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I usually kill most of my things, unfortunately. So in the yard. Right. My plants. It's like, I I really try. If a family member's still alive. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I take them to my mom who has a green thumb and I'm like, mom. Will you save this plant? I'm trying to keep it alive and it's not working. Like I'm literally trying and she, it's just in her presence and right. she, it comes back to life. <laughs> My neighbor's like that. Um, I can bring it. Michelle, I'm coming over with a sick plant. <laughs> 
So I, I think if you're a mom, I want you to a, um, probably pause a little bit this week and think about how you're talking to yourself. Mm. And, um, another great little tip that I heard from our restored Bible study we're doing is, you know, 20 minutes of undivided attention with your child will move mountains compared to countless hours of divided attention. Right. And I put this to test, uh, actually this Monday, because I'm going to test that theory. So Mm -hmm. I homeschool my kids and I'm a multitasker, but what I realized is by multitasking, like most of us moms do, I do everything I'm very busy all the time. My mind is always very busy. I'm very tired and everyone is getting a very small bit of me. Right. And so I decided on Monday, no, I'm going to set all these boundaries in place. And so my youngest and I sat down at school for, you know, an hour and a half. We sat and divided and he said, cause God is gracious. And he immediately gave me a result. Mom, this is so much fun. I love this. So school, it didn't even feel like school today. And I was like, well, it's different. I didn't tell him anything, right? I'm like, well, it's different. He goes, it's just you and me and you're not doing anything else. It's just the two of us together. Oh. Like, first of all, the mom goat could have like smacked me (laughs) right across the face right there because he's nine and I have a 21 year old. So I've been multitasking for a long time. But instead, now that I know better, I'll do better. And I highly recommend if you are someone that is trying to juggle many, many things, working from home um, and schooling your kids and being a mom and being a wife, or even if you're just someone that isn't a mom right now and you are listening to this podcast or thinking, what does it do with me? Hey, these are great tools for you too. Go ahead and set some boundaries. I leave my cell phone now in my bedroom. You will probably not get me well before 9 Mm a.m. I'll check my phone and then I put it away. And I thought, Allison has been doing this forever. She's so smart. (laughs) Yeah, if I don't respond, it's not because I've gone to Africa on a mission trip. I'm just not not close to my phone. I try purposely not to be. And it made the biggest difference in my week this week so far. It's only Wednesday. Today was a little bit rocky. um, But of course, I'm going to give myself grace and it's a new pattern. But a little bit of time. I mean, my son's so excited. I love that. The 20 minutes, you know, if we took that formula and we gave our husbands, you know, 20 minutes when they got home from work Uh or whenever it's, you know, or the kids go to bed, we gave them 20 minutes of undivided attention to listen to their day. And we give our children that 20 minutes when they get home from school or, you know, sitting at lunch or dinner, that sort of thing, or playing a family game. If we could just think about those things, that's really not that much time. 20 minutes seems doable, but if you tell me two hours, like I have to go play for two hours, make believe. I'm well, then you will be multitasking. I will be bringing some bourbon <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to have the best play date ever. That's right. So I think I love what you said. Think about, take some time to reflect and then also just realize that you're not alone. I mean, this isn't a new thing. I don't know one I've never talked to one woman who doesn't deal with this. Yeah. I've I mean, never maybe you're someone. out there, but yeah. maybe you are on medication and, <laughs> and By I don't the way, know. Medication is okay. Medication is okay. I have been on it before, but you know, and, but 
I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the nice thing to say. I didn't mean it like that. I know. <laughs> Medication like you're asleep or I don't know. I can't, I've never met another woman who doesn't struggle with this in some way. So you're not alone. It's normal and it's okay. But don't stay there. You know, reflect, reach grow, out, reach out, talk to other women and they're Hopefully they will also share their experiences so that you see that you're not alone. Reach out. One of the things that has saved me over and over again is having those women in my life that have had aging parents that have gone before me, essentially, yeah. or have older children, you know, whose kids have already transitioned into college. And they say these things and it's like, this is going to happen. This is normal. It's okay. You're going to feel, t- you're going to feel this way. They're going to feel that way. And it's normal. Yeah. And that goes a long way. Yeah. And you know, I would say, um, be realistic. Um, we can dive down into this topic definitely later, but be realistic, um, of your expectations for yourself. Yeah. Um, and be real with yourself and also be kind to yourself. You know, God knew everything about you, every flaw that you have, every hiccup that you have. And he gave that child to you because Mm -hmm. that is a child that needs you as a parent. God does not make mistakes. He did not accidentally give you the wrong child. That's right. Yeah. He didn't make mistakes. That's our God. He does not make mistakes. And, you know, whatever we fall short, because we will, because we're human, God also, God's word also says he will equip those that he has called. Not their mom's going to equip them. Thank you. No, God will equip the ones that he has called for what he has called them to do. And y'all, that's the basis for my homeschool. Yeah. (laughs) When math is going real bad, well, God's going to equip you with whatever you need, buddy. (laughs) That's right. And he loves them more than we do. Like, so hard for me to grasp that, but his love for them runs just like it run, runs so deep for you. His love for your children runs deeper than you could ever imagine. And so take your love for your child and multiply it by 10. And that's the love that God has for them. He will certainly care for them. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. If there's one thing you could go back and tell younger mom, Allison. So Allison has two high schoolers, mm. one getting ready to college. What is one piece of advice you would give? Mm. Oh, just one. I mean, you could do more <laughs> than one. Definitely the time. Mm-hmm. Because people always say, um, it, ha- it goes by so fast. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's so annoying when they say that, but it's so <gasps> daggone true. want to like take your fingers and poke them in the eye. Right. And now like I'm saying it, but I would also, I had this actually this moment at the beach last weekend and I was sitting there with my husband and I saw this family and the dad had like, you know, the baby, the Mm. infant, like under the umbrella and the mom, you know, she was schlepping all the, the toy, the sand toys with the toddler sitting out in the sun, like building a sand castle. And you could tell like she was tired, right? But she was out there and she was building a sand castle. And I looked at him and I said, do you remember when we thought that was hard? (laughs) I mean, The perspective you have as your kids get older, it really is so true that it is such a physical exhaustion when they're smaller, but the emotional exhaustion of these like life and death, life altering decisions that they get to make on their own as they get into high school and older, you know, this, it is like, it is draining. 
and terrifying and you will pray more and trust God more than you ever have in your entire life. Like mm-hmm. there is no protect. I mean, the illusion yes, of control and protection, <laughs> it's an illusion, but the protection and control that you think you have, the illusion of that is they're younger because you can pick their play dates, you can uh-huh. pick their schools, you can do these things, manage their time is like gone. Yep. In an instant. In an instant. Yeah. And it is full on trust, man. But you get to watch them go about their business or go out into this world knowing that you did the best that you could with what you had, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, God gives us everything that we need to parent. God gives us everything that we need, not everything we want, but everything that we need to get to the next phase and everything that we need to parent our kids. And so I just want you to be encouraged that A, it's not a mistake that you have that child. (laughs) B, everyone else is tired and everybody else is making mistakes. And if somebody on social media is making you cringe because their family life looks so great, put them on mute for a while, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or just call them up and talk to them and and get the real, the rest of the story. You know, and I want to encourage you also by saying they are listening to what you're saying. Mm. I have seen that over and over again in the past year as as our daughter prepares to go to college and Matt and I looked, she said something the other night and we looked at each other and, and we didn't say anything at the time. Thankfully, right? Thankfully. And then later he was like, he called me the next day and he was like, so, Hey, we haven't talked about this, but what about that? Can you believe she said that? It was a good thing. It was something we had said and it was awesome. And she was like repeating it. And she was telling us that she had told someone else and given them this advice. Mm. And I was like, Oh, Oh, thank you, Lord. I needed to know (laughs) that if something is working there, they really are listening and paying attention. It does not feel like it. Yeah. But just know that just get, just do your best. Yeah, and cling tightly to God, you know, yes. because God will do everything for the good of those who love Him. Um, the one thing I would probably go back and tell myself, wow, is it just don't don't parent with so much fear. Mm. Um, but that's another that's a whole other podcast. Um, and also, I definitely wish I prayed for my kids more. I wish I knew God better when I when the kids were younger. Um, but the good news is they get to see the transition. Like, oh, that was mom before Jesus. If you guys yes. ever want a great interview, we should interview my kids about Melissa before <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Woo, it's funny. But there is something to be said for both. Yeah. Right? I mean, mine grew up in the church and they haven't, they've just always known that. But for your kids to see that transition right. is huge because they really get to see the difference that he made in your life as a mom and a wife. And that is beautiful. We all have unique stories and we all have unique situations. So just cling to God and give grace to yourself. Yes. And you are loved. You are chosen. God sees you. You're adored and you're perfect just the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what, you're enough. All right. Mm. Well, get rid of that mom guilt. Toss it out the window if you're driving down the road. Right Toss now. it out right now. Roll it on down, <laughs> girls, and toss it out the window. And we hope that your that your whole week is filled with grace and truth. Thanks for joining us. See you next week.